0: Welcome to another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. My name is Jim Byrne, and Pat in the title is Pat Byrne, and this is episode eighty. Remarkably, in this episode, Pat chats to writer and poet Tracy Patrick. Her debut novel, Blushing is for Sinners, was commended by the Saltire First Book of the Year Award Judges in 2019. Her poetry pamphlet, Wild Eye, Fire Eye, is inspired by animals in Celtic art, religion and myth. And Remarkably, it is also designed, illustrated and hand-stitched by the author. Tracy has also written a play about sex trafficking called My Body, My Business, which will be performed on the 29th of November at the Spot the Signs Human Traffic event in Paisley, that's uh, November 2019, and if you're interested in attending that, I'll add a link uh, to the event on the podcast page. Okay, that's enough of me, as I said, uh, as I constantly say. We'd love to hear from you if you've got any ideas for us, people you'd like us to interview, questions for us, comments on the podcast, please get in touch. You can contact Pat at pat at uk or on the Twitter at glasgow's west end. Okay, enough of me, let's have a wee listen to Pat chatting to Tracy Patrick.
1: Tracy. Hello. I can see we're moving here so I've got the equipment on. <laughs> Tracy Patrick has come over to see me today. Um, I've just read Tracy's book, Blushing is for Sinners. It's such a good book. One of my friends just emailed me, she's coming tomorrow to say, Have you by any chance got Tracy Patrick's book?
2: Really? <laughs> yeah, Ruby
1: McCann. Oh, yes, Ruby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's I said, lovely. I said, I have actually. <laughs> um, and I said, I've read it, so that's fine. <laughs> so she's, she's going to um, borrow it. it. It's done so well. Um, what a great debut novel for yes. you, Tracy. Yes. It's just you must be so happy. Oh, it's been very exciting. Uh, yes, uh-huh. and the, delighted. Um, the, uh, commended by the the in um, saltire Yes, the, f- the first book, first of, of, the book year. of the year. Yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: that is just wonderful. Uh-huh. So they didn't make it onto the shortlist, but got a commendation, which is fabulous. I couldn't be fabulous. have been more pleased. And they've
1: written really lovely stuff about it. An immersive. And exciting debut, exploring the history of Paisley Mills with a delicate touch. Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah? Very good, de- very good description. <laughs> no, I, I, I love the book. Um, I just, I just thought you did so well. You know, with the, um, it's, it's got a real warmth about it, mm-hmm. and I love the characters. There's oh. a lot of, lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. I was, yes. I was having a wee sort of. Um, Flipping through it again, sort of reminding myself a wee bit, and the I mean the character. There are so many. Apart from Jean Jean McParland, the the, the sort of main character, mm-hmm. along with Eva, they're very strong, and the voices are so strong. But the, the all the other characters, the 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 small characters now, and, and Una,
2: that you meet right away. Yeah, she's very formidable. And she and she <laughs> She's is. top of the hierarchy in the mill. <laughs> but I thought um,
1: you did so well. Just the image of Una is conjured up immediately mm-hmm. on the first page, and it's like... Una takes a near-toothless drag of her cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, you know, there's a woman. You know. Yes, she
2: means business. <laughs> she was the
1: boss in, the, in the, the mills. No, no, the characters are absolutely super. And the, the places, I mean, you get such a strong sense of that workplace. And, I mean, that must have been a lot of work for you.
2: Well, it was, there was two places to research. So there was Paisley in the time period of the 60s, when I wasn't alive, of course, so I had to go back there through the imagination. And there's Canada and uh, Vancouver mm-hmm. and the forests of British Columbia mm-hmm. where I've never actually been but I'm currently doing an audio book and the actress who's narrating Ava is Canadian and she was born in Glasgow, mm-hmm. her name's Emma-Claire Brightland and she said Oh, uh, you must know Victoria very well. I really recognised it, and I said, "No, actually, I've never been." So that was a huge compliment for me yeah, from someone was... who's actually been to be convinced by yeah. the detail.
1: But I can, I can see how she would think that mm-hmm. uh, because it is such a contrast, as you say, in the t- you know the industrial, you know, town yes. and. In, in the sixties. But then you do get that sense of um, the sort of vastness of of of, Brit- of British yes. Columbia of it, you know, yes. of, of that area in Canada, like the sort of big skies and the, yes. the, the you know, the openness it's, and and yeah. you know no and also about I mean you've got to mention another character, Scott, yes. the son, um you've got that sort of eco. Aspect to it, yes. and his interest in you know outrage about the logging, and so yes. on. Don't want to give too much away to but, but there's so much. Yes. There's, there's so much in it, and it's also, it's a it's a very thorough book.
2: Yes, I know? mean I really wanted that contrast between the two women and their lives, the mother and the daughter. So there's the contrast, obviously in time period and mm-hmm. in place between them. Mm-hmm. Um, Industry, very much sixties, or uh, going right back to the Victorian times. Industry that was kind of institutionalised in Paisley at the time, and um, the contrast between nature and the, the forests of British Columbia, mm. and Eva, uh, and also the contrast between um, class and opportunity, because exa- the, the two women much, had very different opportunities very, in life. Uh, very
1: much so. Yes. Yeah. Completely. Uh-huh completely different and...
2: um, And there maybe is a link between industry and the resources that have to go into industry and then this idea of um, depleted resources and our natural resources Mm -hmm. being diminished. So... um, No, it's...
1: I mean, it's... There's just a social history mm -hmm. and it must be... People in Paisley are going to love it. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. But um, And it's about... No, people's ordinary life yes, in a way, yes. but um, there's an awful lot more to it than that. Oh. I mean, it's not a wee, um it, it's, a, it's a, a tricky genre, I would say, because yes. it's not a... Um, it's about mainly about... it's mainly women, the like, characters, yes. and about the women, but it's not uh you wouldn't say, oh, this is a women's book. There's a lot more to it than yes. that
2: it has been crossing a few genres that has been described as women's fiction, but also domestic noir, literary fiction, romantic thriller with a bit of historical and a bit of crime thrown in. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I would go for the the literary fiction. mm -hmm. I think
1: it's kind of deserving of that because really... It's very, very accomplished. It's very, very accomplished writing, and it's so difficult to to deal with the, the the different voices, the very distinct different voices, the different places, the different time periods. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must have had a hell of a lot of work
2: organising the book. Yes. Uh-huh. And <laughs> um, there, there was a lot of research went into it. And I had been involved in a couple of projects about the mills prior to writing the book, so I had amassed quite a bit of information for researching poems, and the character of Jean just started to come off the page, it initially started as a short story, Mm -hmm. and uh, her voice came very naturally, Well, I'm from Paisley, and it echoes her rhythms of speech very much echo the rhythms of speech I hear around me every day. Um, so it yes, it grew from there, page by page.
1: No, the, the 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 characters are so believable. I mean, you you know, you can just see Jean and a sort of feeling of being sort of trapped, want wanting more. Yes. And not quite knowing how to get that, and then um, being you know part of that of of the mill, part of that sort of humdrum you know, job and yes and you know not not having all that much money or mm-hmm. you know, a sort of
2: breadth to her life. Yes. But, um, and yeah. feeling very trapped as though her future's all mapped out for her. Mm-hmm. And she's very much a a fantasist in the romantic vein mm-hmm. and she has this um identification with Mary Queen of Scots going on and the romantic image that's being portrayed of Mary Queen of Scots. Mm. Yeah, it was very emotional. No,
1: but, um, there's a, uh, there are quite a lot of surprises in it. I mean, the, um, particularly her character. It, it, the, the way it's developed, you, you, know, you are just never going to see that. I don't want to give... Yes. People have got to read the book, yes. but... You, you did not see that um, mm-hmm. coming in coming and so I've got you hooked really right to the very end you know i thought it was um i thought it was ve- it's a very very good book you know but, mm-hmm. i mean and i, I like um, you know obviously i've read um, the comments on it mm-hmm. and i mean some of the people who are commenting on it um, I know them, um, yeah. like Brian Whittingham yes. and Donald McLaughlin, and I've got a very high, high opinion of their opinions. Yes,
2: oh they're both great, yes.
1: So, so that's, um, mm-hmm. it's really good to have, you know, and I just think it must have been death-thrilling for you, but very, very well deserved. Tracy, really, oh, thank you. Mm. It's
2: it, it, it means such a lot to have people read the book, the book, and say that they like it. Mm. I think that's. Well, I, I enjoyed it so what much.
1: What writer mean, wants. Um, it? You know, I like a kind of book that I, I usually read mainly. Because i wake up during the night, and I sort of re- re- read quite a lot during the night. So mm. I like to have something that I'm quite looking forward to. And and the good thing about it was, you were kind of thinking about it. When you weren't reading it, you know you were sort of, you got quite familiar with those characters. I worked in um, Paisley, probably just a tiny wee bit later than when, when Jean was working there um, in Brown and Poulsons, mm-hmm. And the, um, I worked for an agency at the time and we got sent over to Brown and Poulsons, and it was a whole big typing pool. And at that time, they were producing Gerber baby food, and they were sending out the trials. So. You were just all these young women together doing something very very boring, mm-hmm. and just it was really about the personalities. You know, there was always the yes. bossy boots and you know the you know that kind of pecking order, and we we used to sit sit all day. We used to sing. We used to sing like Baby Love and mm-hmm. all, all these songs, you know. <laughs> but the camaraderie um, was there and. You get that camaraderie from the Mill Girls yes. in, in uh-huh. her book. No, yeah. no, I think people would get an awful lot out of it. It's a great cover. I love the cover.
2: Do you look, do you the see? cover is by a local artist, um, Robe- Rebecca Johnston. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a second cover, actually, uh, because Waterstones expressed an interest in stalking it in the Scottish fiction section. Mm-hmm. But they wanted a different cover uh, to fit in with... Their um, mm. their stock and their displays. And so it's coming out with a photographic cover on it after the new year. Right. Well, um, that'll be interesting to see yes,
1: something different. Yes. I like that cover just because I, I think this is just so exactly like Jean and her sort of fashion conscious in the refag. And the white and, coat and is significant the in the story. Yes. And the, um, the mill in the background.
2: Yeah, that's the twisting mill. It's yeah. actually been demolished now, but yeah. that's a. I, 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 I it's a good drawing, the, isn't it? Yes, we went for ready. the the pop art style. Uh-huh. That was no. that was the sixties uh, pop art. Yes, <laughs> no, it works. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's great.
1: So I um, I was
2: actually reading
1: something else of yours, um, Tracy. It was like the the article in Bella Caledonia. Um, looping the threads. Yes. That's smashing. Yes. That was a lovely wee article. I, I liked hearing about your grandmother, yes. Dorley. Uh-huh. I'd never heard that name ever.
2: No, no, no because she called herself Doris oh, when yeah. she, after she moved here. Mm-hmm. She um, was Austrian. She was Austrian, yes. Uh, met my grandfather during the war. And uh, she moved over here, and she didn't work in the mills, but she worked in Chrysler. Mm-hmm. So there's a, the, the article mentions her losing her wedding ring on mm-hmm. the production line <laughs> and uh, being returned to mm-hmm. her. So she Is was she? also part of that mm-hmm. um, camaraderie mm-hmm. between women and made a lot of friends mm-hmm. that way. Yeah,
1: she was yes. a wonderful dressmaker. Oh,
2: gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. It's only really now that I realise how skilled she was um, to make my mother's wedding dress and mm-hmm. bridesmaid dresses. And mm-hmm. she basically outfitted well, a whole wedding. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she would make all my Halloween costumes and uh, Lily's Day uh, Parade costumes. I saw, um, yeah.
1: the, it was really sweet, the photograph you had on, I think it was either, I saw it either on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. And you've got on the be is a photograph of you wearing the costume? A, a ladybird costume, ladybird yes. <laughs> that she made. That's lovely yes, to, to have that lovely.
2: photograph. Yes, uh-huh. she had know. a box with yes, yes. threads. Yes, I've inherited her box of Coatsy's thread. And my father used to work in patents, printing the labels for the thread. Mm-hmm. And he used to bring her back thread. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not positive. I like to think that's one of the boxes that my father brought her. Oh, yeah. oh. And uh, so I actually have, I don't have her sewing skills at all. And I'll maybe stitch the odd hem or you know repair something if it comes loose. But um, I still use Coatsy's thread, my grandmother's Coatsy's thread, to do that. Yes. And have you got a sewing machine? No,
1: <laughs> no. I used to have a sewing machine in the old house. I was talking about the old house with a very, very big flat, yes. and we had to get rid of masses of stuff when we came here with mm-hmm. no room for. And I had the sewing machine, the old Singer sewing machine. Mm-hmm. The the beautiful to look at. Yes. Um, it had been it had been a treadle, so the treadle was still there, but it had been electrified. Oh. That that that's, I thought that was quite amazing. That it, I got it from my aunt. Um, Aunt Mary, when she died, I got I got that um, sewing machine, but she got that done. No, no. So the women were mm-hmm. actually getting their the machines electrified no, They know were not like
2: that no. uh, one of my uh-huh. earliest memories is a Singer treadle uh-huh. and it was my mother that had it uh-huh. and I must have been about three at the time and it was kind of on the landing at the top mm-hmm. of the stairs mm-hmm. in the council house mm-hmm. uh, where we lived and that's one of my earliest memories yeah. looking up the stairs and seeing my mm-hmm. mother on the yeah. the Singer because when I
1: um, first learned to use the machine it was the treadle yeah you know you, yeah. I mean, it was quite a nice feeling, sort of you know, treadling away yes. at, the, at, the, at the machine. But then the um, lo- lovely, lovely looking machines they've got that shop in Buchanan Street, I think it's All Saints. The whole window yes. is also sewing. Mm-hmm. The, the sewing machines. It looks, it, looks it would be good. a
2: fabulous skill to have, but mm-hmm. um. Also, um, uh, I don't speak German either, so my grandmother would have spoken German, but I think it was this idea at the time of being different. You know, you didn't want to appear to be different, so she never actually taught us German, Uh, but I'm not sure we would have paid much attention if she did. My mother speaks a wee bit, she's kind of, she can get by with it, but um, I don't, and I studied French at school, Mm -hmm. so which is. You only come to regret these things when you're older and know. you know a bit better. But there yes. there
1: must be so many houses like that where someone is has another language. Yes. And um but it's not been been used. Yes. No, especially if they they've come here, I think people mm-hmm. are more aware of that now yeah, yeah. and the advantages. Yes. But I, I mean, I, I know um, know have friends that, that well, I know know a lot of people that appear, their parents are Italian, mm-hmm. and one of my closest friends, her dad was Spanish. No, they wouldn't. They definitely wouldn't have fluent be fluent in that other language. They'd probably know mm-hmm. like a, a bit. But it's yeah. a shame. Yeah, it's a is, shame. A but shame. at that time, um. When your grandmother came here she she would probably and I, I know that you, you mentioned your story that she you know there was all the sort of allusions to Nazis and, yes. and on, so she she probably the last thing she was going to do was
2: speak German yes uh-huh yes yeah, I think that um really affected her um, and there were incidents where that kind of abuse would be shouted at her because of her accent, but um, I do know that my my grandfather and my mother used to go to German classes um, when she was young, and they both went together, which I thought was lovely. Uh I hope that was. And she has this lovely story of my grandfather kind of anticipating what question he was going to be asked, so he would count the people who were before him and go, oh, well, I'm going to be asked question number nine or something, and he would always get it wrong. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I, know. I used to do that, I, I hated speaking out at school and I used to look to see if uh, if there was a seat next to me that was empty mm-hmm. and count when I had to kind of try and move to the other seat so that I missed and then <laughs> move back because there were so many of us in the class there were big, uh-huh. big classes then, you know and I, I, I always tried to skip so that the last thing I wanted to do was speak out <laughs> When I, when I went, first of all, I didn't, I, I left school long before, you know, when I was very young, so I didn't do any um, O-levels or anything mm-hmm. like that. Then I went to night school to do O-level English. Mm-hmm. And, but the first night I went, I said to the, the teacher, if you ask me to read out in class, I won't come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was so, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, just that complete lack of confidence and worrying so much about having to speak out. Eh? Mm-hmm. Now you can't shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's um, yeah, it so weird, yeah. but um, and your your poetry book the the wild wildfire uh, wild eye fire wildfire, eye, wildfire, yes. wild eye fire mm. eye. I've not I've not read it but I I mean obviously I've, I'm I'm not remembering the name but I looked for the for the name and um, I see it's got five stars on Amazon. Did oh, you know that?
2: Fabulous, fabulous. That's yeah, great. It's got five stars. That's great. That's pretty good. Aha! Uh-huh, fantastic. Mm-hmm.
1: See, yeah. What a girl. You know, you an absolute. That evil.
2: that was really a labour of love. That mm-hmm. pamphlet because I'd been ill for a little while. So actually, as part of my recovery, I did the artwork for it, mm-hmm. and um, I hand stitched every copy. And it was a lovely therapeutic thing to do, yeah. and to be able to get the pamphlet yeah. the way I wanted it yeah. to look. Um, with the poetry and also artistically, and we had a great launch. I had a joint launch with them, um, Graham Fulton, Paisley yeah, Poets. Graham, yes, it's this good stuff's fun, wonderful. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, that was good. at Paisley Town Hall, and mm-hmm. that was a great. That was a great day. That's oh, a lovely town hall. Oh, it really is. Well. Yes. Yeah, I went over
1: for mm-hmm. Brian Whittingham's um, Inception as the marker. Yes. The, 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 the Tannehill marker, and it's a mm-hmm. lovely lovely the building. It they're is. very nice to you when you go in as well, out yeah. uh, people in the reception. Yes.
2: No, That, that was good. That was smashing. Of no, course, Paisley's got the Book Festival coming up yep. after the New Year, so that's I've got marvelous. an event with Brian Whittingham on the 21st of February. I, I will yes. try and come
1: to <laughs> that. Um, no, that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paisley, they're, they're fantastic.
2: You know, mm-hmm. there's so much going on. It's good that uh, there's so many things uh, going on. Because yes.
1: I've just put up... Um, the event that you've written the play for? Yes. The, the, about the, the, the my human My body, trafficking. my business, yes. Uh-huh. And that's part of the day called Sp- Spot, Spot, the Spot, signs. The signs. Yes. Spot the Signs. Spot the Signs, yes. And mm-hmm. it's an all-day event and then your play will yes. maybe be near the end of the,
2: yes. Of the event. Yes, so no. it's a community event by an organisation called the Neighbourhood Challenge. Who do community cleanups around Renfrewshire. And it's uh it's to raise awareness of human trafficking in mm-hmm. all its forms, which is apparently the fastest growing crime now. That's terrible. Yes. Um That's terrifying, uh, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yes. Um so my play uh, deals with sex trafficking. And um it's very it's a very visual play, mm-hmm. I would say. You did a lot of visual techniques. I don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. But um it's uh, yes. It's it's challenging. Also has a bit of humour because it has some strong characters in it that are um, neighbourhood characters, women. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a little banter between them. Mm-hmm. But it's um, a very, very it's, um, it's a strong issue and it's a controversial issue. Yeah, very harrowing
1: subject. Yes, yes. does. Tremendous that they're they're putting that day on, and then that to have the play within it—that'll sort of really, you know, people are being talked at, and yes. you know even discussing something, that, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that can be very effective, but I think then to sit back, mm-hmm. and maybe they've been listening to mm-hmm. a lot of their, their ideas, then to sit back and watch the play of something actually happening. Yes, I think that I think that's a. It's going it's going to be a really strong message for people. Yes,
2: it's a very political issue with implications for criminal justice as well as immigration, mm-hmm. um, and and how it's dealt with. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, very very challenging. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, it's horrendous to think
1: all that's going on. You know, and people desperate to flee countries, and mm-hmm. you know, having awful experiences. And then they think that they're coming to something, you know, to an opportunity. Yes. And then to end up, I mean, in really dire circumstances, and like slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just wonder what sort of people are taking people into their homes or you know, making them
2: get getting money f- f- from them, you know, like in the sex industry. Mm-hmm. It's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of women end up finding themselves in that position to pay back the money they put out to um traffickers to get them across yeah. the border. And, and of course with ever... all the stability in the world it's then um, contribute all the instability in the world um, and conflict mm-hmm. is contributing massively. And the the,
1: the, the the way migrants are treated you know, the, the, you know there's, there's just this sort of assumption, well there's been this hostile environment carry on that's been growing and growing mm-hmm. and you know rich countries sh- should be helping mm-hmm.
2: people yes. that are in a
1: position to yes. do
2: know Even the language that's being used you know refugee migrant. I mean the implications of yeah. just the choice not, of one word yeah. or the other uh, is huge. They're not expats. Yeah. Yes. You know,
1: they're just yes. not expats, that's for mm-hmm. sure. They're I don't know what the difference mm-hmm. is. This there's, there's, there's no difference. Mm-hmm. But no. Mm-hmm. No, but anyway that's that's great that you're you're doing that. So Tracy, the first time I met you was Probably about I think probably about five years ago now, and that was when you we were um, when I was doing the M-Lit at Glasgow, and we were putting on an event called the Lit parade mm-hmm. and it was a fabulous James Carson, very imaginative the thought of that title mm-hmm. and you were invited as one of the guest performers. it was a smashing me event i mean I think I, I think it was James who, you know, when we were planning it, I think it was James who actually has suggested you, but you also knew Mo Blake, yes. who, because Mo comes from Paisley and is involved in all the literary stuff, and Mo was one of the, there were four of us organised that event, so that was the the first mm-hmm. time I met you, yeah. and then um, you came along with one of the groups that you were working with,
2: the the Sunshine Recovery Cafe Writers Group, yes. Yeah. So yes. that
1: was to um, when, it, when we were doing our ten
2: writers telling lies.
1: Yes. And you know that I mean, I think that's. Are you still working with that group?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. They're so, a wow. great group. Very talented. Very diverse range of voices and everyone in recovery of some sort, whether it's from physical illness, mm-hmm. mental illness, or um, addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very mutually supportive mm-hmm. and very creative as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, no, so does that meet once a week?
2: Or? Once a week, um, the Sunshine Recovery Cafe in Paisley, which is currently in St Matthew's Church, mm-hmm. every Wednesday, and the group meets 2.30 to 3.30, and it's open, anyone can come along. You don't have to have done some writing before, and uh, we're hoping to move to new premises um, after the new year and to have the cafe open um, all week round. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so, do you, is it for people from Paisley only? It's mainly from people from Paisley, um, because I think there are recovery cafes, there's a, com- a recovery community now that Pride. there didn't really used to be. And there are recovery cafes in different regions around Scotland, and um, they're coordinated by the um, Scottish Recovery Network and the Scottish Recovery Consortium, Mm -hmm. so they do the recovery walk as well every year. Mm And um, every year there's like an annual meetup of all these mm-hmm. different groups around Scotland mm-hmm. to come together yeah. under a, a I common didn't know theme. About that.
1: yes. no, no, that's really, yeah. really interesting. I was talking to um, somebody, somebody else that was an artist, um, Sarah Kudirka, and um, we were talking about projectability mm-hmm. in. And that's at the get in Glasgow. And that's about supporting people with mental health problems and through creativity as well, and the art. And um, then I was thinking, I knew you were involved in that sort, sort of part with the writing. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about your character, Scott. Yes. And how he yes. had problems. And then he got into the building. Yes. And he got so into it. And that was so good for him. Uh-huh. You no know, yes. and, and I thought you know I thought, I thought that possibly you had been inspired mm-hmm. in some way by the work that you do yes, relating to his character
2: yes, and um he's um has quite a volatile relationship with Ava and she very much feels that she's to blame mm-hmm. and Perhaps she doesn't really have a a full understanding of his illness or how to deal with it, really. Mm -hmm. So part of the book is about their relationship and how Mm -hmm. their relationship develops through the discovery of this kind of shared identity and their history through Jean Mm -hmm. and Paisley. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, it was was interesting. And he just, I
1: mean, he's just so enthusiastic Mm -hmm. about the filming Mm -hmm. (laughs) and popping up all the... But I thought you kind of think this is just wonderful that he started doing this. Yes. You know, and I I think um, you know. There's sometimes an assumption that if people have got something wrong with them, um, that they're they will lose, you know, abilities. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to lose creativity. Yes. You know, you're just. You know, it's like almost impossible to. To lose, but it needs to be encouraged yes. and have an
2: outlet. It's about um, it's about removing the stigma, I mm-hmm. think, and the stigma and the perceptions of people that have mental illness or have had addiction issues, mm-hmm. and about bringing everybody into the one community. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I
1: think it's I think it's I think it's great work that you're you're doing there and. And also your sort of wider involvement, you know, with you no know, writing the play and mm. you know part of the must absolutely just all want to get their hands on you in Paisley. <laughs> 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 Everything that happens it was here's Tracy
2: <laughs> No, it's good there's so much happening in Paisley uh. because I think before well for me anyway, there was this thing of having to travel outside of Paisley to go to anything creative. Mm-hmm. In fact I think it, was even worse than that some years back where you actually had to go to Edinburgh to access any poetry or performance mm-hmm, poetry, mm-hmm. but now there's so much happening here mm-hmm. in Glasgow mm-hmm. and in Paisley well, as well I that mean, it's It's, 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 un,
1: it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, Glasgow's just been um, had this sort of accolade for um, I think it's the city of creativity and culture mm-hmm. and I thought, well, I, if anybody knows that, it's me. Not because I'm so um, cultured or creative, but because I cannot keep up with yeah. what's on. Yes. And although, um, you know, my website's Pat's Guide to Glasgow's West End, <laughs> I haven't it's got Pat's a boss. Pat's Guide to everywhere. <laughs> I haven't got a boss. So yeah. um, I do put up quite a lot of things that are on in Paisley mm-hmm. and because there is a lot. You know, and I, I see things that are sometimes quite different. Yes. And um, the, I think they have a lot of, really quite a lot going on in the community, mm-hmm. and, it, uh, and especially Christmas and mm-hmm. the events outside and some of yes. them at the Abbey. And, and it's such a lovely spot.
2: There's lots of very um, creative shops that are very supportive, mm-hmm. um, and my book Blushing Us for Sinners is stocked in a few of those shops in Paisley High Street. Mm -hmm. There's one called the Up Hub... And it supports local artists can go in and display their work there. And they do upcycling of furniture. So there's mm-hmm. lots oh, of that's, creative that's stuff fabulous. going on there. And then um, the White Cart um, Gift Shop, White Cart Company mm-hmm. Gift Shop, just down the road. It's great yeah. as well. Yeah. Very supportive mm-hmm. of um, local artists. Yeah. So it's it's fabulous that these things are happening. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great that the, the people see local people You know, it's almost like, sort of, um, I can't think of how to describe it, but it's sort of like it's all sort of coming together, Mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, people, will you know, know you, and then they're seeing your book in the local shop, and then the local shop, local shops are sort of actively seeking um, to, to, you know, to promote local people, and
2: that is very healthy. It really is. And a good example is um, a photographer from the Sunshine Recovery Café took photographs of mill locations in the novel, the way they look now, for the launch, and he said, well if you sell any postcards, just donate the money to Shelter. Mm -hmm. So I took a bunch of postcards into Shelter and I said, sell these and keep the money, and I told them what uh, what it was for. And um, they said, Well, why don't you come in and do a wee event in the shop? Brilliant. They were being refurbished. So we, we did that on Saturday. I it was and uh, I took some books in. So um, a portion of the sales all went to shelter. And we did a gift wrapping service for people could get a signed uh, copy of the book yeah. and yeah. get it gift, gift wrapped for their Christmas stockings. It was so. good fun. Yeah. So um, that was Fiona Lindsay of Clohodric, um that came up with the gift wrapping idea. Uh-huh. So that was great. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, because I'm um, I saying that right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just copying, of course. I've been able to say that right before, uh-huh. <laughs> but um, so that's um, I understand that that was a kind of um, publishing. Yes. But you're changing the name of that. To, yes.
2: To, well, to... um was created as part of the Paisley 2021 City of Culture bid. So it kind of reached uh, the end of its natural lifespan um, with uh, my book and then another book um, that was published, um, Unbanging the Nails by a chap down south, Richard Hillsley. And so Fiona and I are hoping to start a new venture called Jenny's Well Press, but um, that is only in the initial stages of talking about it, discussing how we might bring that forward, so um, more in that story later, I think. Yeah, but that's yes. great. Yes.
1: That's, that's, uh-huh. that, it's, it's good that it's not just folding and, yeah, that's out going, but like you, you can carry on and do something yes. on top of that. Yes. So that that's fantastic. So, my God... You're a busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I. So you've got on. You've got the event coming up with the with the play. Yes. And uh, you've written you've written a play before,
2: haven't you? Um, I wrote um, three Marys. Mm -hmm. which was really like a a triptych of monologues. I enjoy giving it that fancy name, a triptych. Um, And it was performed at the West End Festival. That was, I think, about some years ago now. It might have been as far back as 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, But that also had women as its theme, and it was three women from different time periods and different circumstances, but um, dealing with... Each of them was trapped in some way mm-hmm. by their circumstances and by their circumstances mm-hmm. as women. Mm-hmm. So I performed one of the monologues, and two fabulous actresses uh, called Louise Thornton and Helen Quinn uh, performed the others.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So, well, the... the um your my body my business. I mean that could possibly be in, like something with like Saint Festival again, and maybe even you know I don't know if you've thought of you know the, the autumn of the play Pine the Yes. I mean the, the I'm sure that it's yes. got legs that it can go. Yes. You know, f- you know not not to be a kind of one of. Yes. event
2: you know, that, for, for performance that would be very good There's certainly a, a talented group of community actors have been working on it so um, it would be very interesting to see um, so where, where that will
1: go so that's on, on the,
2: 29th of, the 29th of November so where is where is it it's the 29th of November which is Friday it's a place called um, the Wine Centre which is in the School Wind in Paisley just off of Moss Street for people who don't know Paisley, that's central Paisley. It's quite easy. It's quite easy to find Buncher there. And it's in an old church building, that a lot of community things happening, and they also have a theatre. So it's there and it's from 9 30 to 1230. The play is 60 minutes and I think it's going to be on at the end, so maybe around Half 10, 11, The so play will
1: be this on. This is the 29th
2: ninth. Saturday. 29th, is a Friday. Friday, as okay. far as
1: I believe, yes. I must try and go over to that. Yes, I think it would be. I think it would be a good thing. Yeah, It'd it would be lovely to see so, you. So, uh, have, you, have you? So, any other plans that we don't know about?
2: Well, yes, but sort of just bubbling away at the moment. Um, Yes. Uh, under, ideas bubbling away. What do yes. they call it? Undercloaks, or is that what they say? That yes. doesn't sound right. Or half-formed, germinating <laughs> underground at the moment, and hopefully in springtime, no they'll grow shoots. Okay. Well, my
1: God, you've you've done done so well, very well done on, on the book. It's, I really recommend it. Oh, so. thank you.
0: That's ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Thanks Pat. Thanks Tracy. Paisley is a hotbed of talent. That's all I can see. I'll catch you the next time. Bye for now.